Out On with Tabiso Musia. Okay, we're just still trying to get that connection there um, to Kenya to talk about there's doping violations of their leading athletes. 45 were banned uh, last year. I think 25 cases uh, were still under investigation there. Their status was still hanging. So is it a similar case to Russia? Is it a different case? Because you remember in Russia, it was actually state-sponsored doping that was found there. Uh, so they were being assisted by their government officials or by Russia, basically, to dope their athletes so that they can bring back these medals. I'm not sure I'm Not sure if it's the same um, in Kenya, and that's why we want to uh, get the thoughts of somebody who is there to find out exactly what is going on and how big a concern it is because we know that Kenyans pride themselves in their running. That's what they're known for. That's what's made them well-known and popular and famous around the world. I think they were top three in the medals tables at the last um, Olympic Games in uh, Tokyo because of the success of their runners. So what is going on in Kenya? And Mike Ogini, who's a sports editor for Citizen TV, joins us on the line. Mike, good evening from us here in South Africa. Thank you for being able to take our call tonight. Ah, <laughs> I, I am fine. That is as far as I go. I only know what I'm <laughs> But well done. You you get an A for effort, as they say, Mike. Well done. But but we're very concerned Thank here. But we're concerned about what's happening in Kenya. We've called you to just get more of an understanding about the spike in doping cases involving these respected runners who are starting to lose their credibility, Mike, because more and more cases are coming up here. Um, how big a concern is it that side? Um, thank you very much for that question. I think it's um, something that needs to be, the whole continent needs to be concerned. Um, if you look at um, uh, the global statistics of uh, doping cases in athletics, Kenya accounts for 40% of those cases. Mm. Now, since we account for 40% of the cases, it was paramount that we do something about it, that we need to stem the problem. We need to get to the root of the problem and know what the problem is. And one of the things that uh, we agreed upon was a wider pool of testing, which means we test more um, uh, athletes, and you know for sure, the more you test, the more people you will get. And actually, if you look at the, the cases that we have right now, especially the new cases, it's nothing to do with ingestion of banned substances. We've got cases of things like um, uh, missed tests, and the other one is whereabouts, that we don't, athletes don't say where they are. So these are the two things that are really, really messing us up because they are both anti-doping rule violations. They don't say that uh, my Mr. Test. It's an anti-doping rule violation. It's an anti-doping rule violation. So there's no excuse for that. But the reason why there are more cases coming up is because there's more testing. And that's something that we agreed upon. And the pool has gone wider. It's not just the elite top elite athletes. It goes down to the upcoming athletes as well as the juniors. So we are testing everybody else who has the potential of being a world champion or a world beater. And that is why you see all these cases are coming up, sir. So, so would you say maybe from initial findings, observations, is it athletes trying to take shortcuts? Is it coaches trying to win at all costs? Or like, you, like you're suggesting that maybe some part of it could be just a lack of education and awareness? Our biggest problem is awareness and education. A country like Kenya, we have a potential 10,000, actually let's start with 1,500 meters. We've got a potential 1,500 meters, 3,000 meters, which is 5,000, 10,000 meters marathon champion. 
potential from a very big pool of uh, athletes. Now, as much as we do education, we did not start from the basics. And the basics are anybody who goes on the road in Eton or any part of um, uh, Central Rift uh, Valley in Kenya to try and tell them now this, because you want to be a, a, a professional athlete, this is where we start. We start with the basics, the education. Who do you deal with as a manager? Who do you deal with as a coach? And you will be shocked to find that you will find an elite athlete, somebody who's run several marathons and won, but the basic education on what to do is lacking. They don't know that somebody can't just give you something to ingest and they tell you these are vitamins or these are boosters that will help your immune system grow. And that is how they get all these um, uh, advanced substances in their system. Shortcuts from unscrupulous coaches and agents who want to make a quick kill. And this is where we blame again our world athletics because when an athlete is busted doping, it's just the athlete who gets punished. The coach and the agent don't get punished. It's the athlete to return the winning money. It's not the agent or the coach to return whatever their share is. So if it becomes a holistic punishment, then you'll see less of these cases because agents and coaches will be very, very careful of who is handling their um, athletes so that they don't get into that trap of, I am ingesting something I don't know, or somebody has given me something to ingest without my knowledge. I can tell you for free without feeling ashamed that education of our athletes is our biggest problem. The unscrupulous agents and coaches is a very small percentage. And unfortunately, that small percentage is taking advantage of the many athletes that are ignorant on what they're supposed to do, what they're supposed to ingest, and what they can't ingest, and how to take their conduct moving forward in terms of athletics and taking care of themselves. And how lucrative is athletics in Kenya, Mike? Is it is it also seen as a way out of poverty by many? By many? It is very, very lucrative because when you look at road races, for example, you run two road races. If you win two, just two, are enough to set you up in life. And how is that? Hmm. The winnings from those two races can allow you to buy some good piece of land, can allow you to build a house for yourself and your tenants, can allow you to set up um, uh, a business for yourself. So some of those guys would look at it like, if I just make it in two races without being busted and I do well and I win and I win good money, then I'm able to run away from this thing called poverty. Because like, we, like I told you, education is a problem. And most of these athletes that are come upcoming or are established, they didn't take education very, very, very seriously. There are very few who took education seriously. Those who made it in athletics or looked like making it in athletics, they focus on athletics more than education. So as a means of running away or escaping poverty, yes, it is one of the most lucrative ways of escaping that poverty. Because I'll train for four months, work really hard, go for this uh, road race or whatever it is, either in Europe or in Middle East, which are very lucrative right now, I'll win my 40,000 and uh, 50,000 USD, 100,000 USD moving forward, and I'm able to come back and say, hey, 20,000 USD, I've bought land. Another 30,000 USD, I've put up a proper house for myself. Another 20,000 USD, I'm setting up a business. I've bought dairy cows, I've bought a tractor to plow my land, 
sit comfortably. Even if I'm busted after this, who cares? I've already made it. Yeah, and you can understand then why there's so much temptation. And we recently saw the president of World Athletics, Sebastian Coe, was in Kenya. He met with the president, William Ruto, regarding these incidents. What came out of that meeting? Um, it's interesting because um, uh, Sebastian Coe, the president of World Athletics, really loves Kenya. We know that um, uh, every winter he takes his break during the winter to go on holiday. And his favorite destination is Kenya because he likes going to the Masai Mara. Hmm. So he took advantage of that particular break this time around to set up a meeting with uh, the president because when the new regime came over, when the President William Ruti took over in um, uh, September of um, uh, 2022, one of the things that um, uh, he took up from the previous regime because he served as the vice president is that there will be war on doping, full throttle war. And when he was told about education being a problem and the testing being a problem. He said, we are going to give you money. You will get money to do whatever you want to do. He injected five million USD into um, the project of testing and education of athletes. Not some small money. And this is what made World Athletics stand up and say, hey, it looks like this government is doing something about it. So when they met, it was on the, on the same line of how do we help you be more efficient? How do we help in establishing more tests? And one of the positive things that has come out of it is that we are setting up our own lab in Kenya. We will analyze the samples right here. Instead of sending them to you guys in South Africa or sending them to wherever else for analysis, we shall analyze them here. And with the advantage of analyzing them here in Kenya is that we will not have cases like what we had with the uh, former Olympic and world champion 1500 meters, Asbel Kiprop, because Asbel Kiprop says, my sample was tampered with. Whether here in Kenya or wherever it went to be tested, my sample was tampered with. And it became a really heated debate between Kiprop and uh, uh, AIE, um, uh, of World Athletics, I mean, the Athletics Integrity Unit. So testing will be done here. The samples will be analyzed here. The results will be given here. And that means will be able to channel out the results much faster. The education bit is spreading now down to the basic unit of uh, athletics in Kenya, which is the camp, the training camps. And those training camps now, out of that meeting, it is agreed that there will be a new way of doing things. You will not just wake up and say, I've set up a training camp. There will be parameters and checks and balances that you must meet before you set up those camps. Now, that means that out of the maybe 50 athletics training camps that we have in the country right now, 45 might go because they don't meet the threshold of the new parameters that have been put in place by the new government. So if we take away the 45 training camps, it means they start from scratch. It means if you're coming in as an agent from Europe or wherever, you don't just say, I've bought this land, I've put up these houses, this is my training camp. No. There'll be a lot of checks and balances that you have. Another thing that was agreed upon is that we are very, you know, Africans, we are, we are, we are really welcoming people. We are nice people. Mm. You will not find us um, uh, following our visitors around to find out what's happening. You and I know that if you have a visa to go and uh, visit in Europe or you're going to work for a certain championship in Europe, you cannot work elsewhere. You will not be allowed. There'll be no work permit for it. Your visa does not allow you. Turn it around and look at when they come to Africa. 
nobody follows them to find out is, do you have a tourist visa, do you have a working visa, what visa do you have? They will run freely, they will work, they will set up camps, they will do everything else. Now, that also changes because now your visa will be specific. Are you on a tourist visa? You will stay a tourist. If you're found working, it will be a problem for you. So if you want to work, if you want to set up an athletics camp, if you want to work with athletics in, in this country, you will have new measures of the permits that you will have. And that includes the big agents that are handling big uh, athletes like Elliot Kipchoge, like Mary Kay Kani, formerly like Bridget Koske, all those big agents in this country. They will have to go through the same rigorous system where we know you yes, we know what you do, but hey, for it to be fair to everybody else, we shall treat you all the same. So okay. basically, in a nutshell, that is what Semco came to do. And um, uh, he was happy with the parameters that have been put in place. In that it will be um, a slow process, actually. It will be painstakingly slow and will take a long time, but we'll have to do that. This issue of Kenya producing 40% of the world um, uh, dropping cases is an embarrassment to us, and it has to stop. And again, from the many athletes that you have, you'll understand it. I mean, if that was happening in South Africa in long distance, we will call a commission of inquiry mm. because it is crazy. It's not possible. Yeah, and actually, Kenya, we've got a clip here, Mike, from... We've got a clip here from yes. Ababu Namwanda, I believe, is the Cabinet uh, Secretary for Youth Affairs, Sports and Arts in Kenya. Let's play that clip. And as I've said repeatedly... We will win this war. We will not allow a few unscrupulous characters to destroy a heritage that has taken us 60 years to build. We will not let you. And as part of that war, which is also well laid out in our master plan, we are coming after you if you are an unscrupulous agent, coach, trainer, manager, we are coming for you. If you are running a training camp that is a breeding ground for doping, we are coming for you. And so we are not going to leave any stone unturned. If you are a nurse, if you are a doctor, you are a laboratory that is part of this syndicate of evil, we are after you. And so we want to assure... That's really a sign of how seriously then they are taking this in Kenya. So just to be clear, Mike, yeah. the, 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 there's no yeah. allegations or accusations of state-sponsored doping here like in Russia here. I think you've explained to us what the issues are. But is there a concern that finally just is there a concern that maybe Kenya is losing its status and reputation as the leading um, running country in the world because your runners have put the country on the map here? It is a concern. I will not lie to you. It is a concern because with every case announced, it's an embarrassment. That is the truth of the matter. And that is why you see Ababu Namunda, the cabinet secretary in charge of sports, he has come out with the guns blazing, saying, we are coming after you, whether you, you're an agent or you're a coach or you're a nurse, because now they know the syndicate. The funniest bit is that the syndicate is known. We know particular clinics that will offer EPO, we know particular coaches and agents that will inject their athletes with these banned substances. We know particular officials who abate this um, uh, vice, and it's simply because of quick money. They are known. So with the new systems in place, 
we hope that the embarrassment will not go on for so long, but it will still be there. And I can tell you for free that within the next three months, there will be more cases because the testing pool is wider. Mm. The education program has not really um, filtered to the grassroots. It is when it's starting on the grassroots level. So by the time the education system has filtered into the grassroots and it has taken root. Mm. Okay. Okay, Mike, let's leave it there. But yeah, thanks for that insight. Yeah, we uh, we can see the seriousness in tackling these issues and we hope that Kenya does win this fight then against that doping that is, like I said, is causing a serious danger of the of, of, of the country losing its status and reputation as one of the leading countries in the world when it comes to producing world-class long-distance runners. Michael Kinyo from Citizen TV in Kenya was speaking to us. We're going to wrap up the show now by just uh, talking about broadcasting and broadcasting rights and just trying to get a better understanding of how the climate is and what exactly is happening especially here in south africa and uh, we are actually joined on the line okay we'll take a quick break and then we'll get into our conversation if you think you cannot afford a lawyer think again 